nine. <clears throat> I'm sorry, four different pet, uh, passages. <clears throat> They're all really close together in the Gospels, but Matthew chapter nine is where we'll start. And then after Matthew chapter nine, we'll go to Matthew chapter 14 as well. <clears throat> Matthew chapter nine. <clears throat> I won't make you stand for all of these, but we'll, we'll stand for the reading of Matthew chapter nine in these verses for this verse. And then I'll have you be seated and we'll read the rest here in just a moment. If you don't mind, stand for the reading of the Word of God. Um, uh, for the honor of reading of the Word of God. If you're not able to, that's okay. Uh, Matthew chapter 9 and verse... I want to look at verse 20. I marked the wrong page. Uh, verse 20, it says... Actually, we'll read verse 20 through 22. Uh, and behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood, 12 years, came behind him. And touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, If I may touch, or may, may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned, unto, or turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort, thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Let's pray. Brother, where would you pray for us this evening? <clears throat> Amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. Uh, if you'd make your way over to Matthew chapter 14, just a few pages to the right, and then we'll be in two more uh, passages in Mark and Luke in just one moment. But in Matthew chapter 14, it start off, we start off in verse 34. It says, And when they were gone over, they came into the land of Gennesaret. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all that country round about and brought unto him all that were diseased and besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. Over to Mark chapter 5, please. Mark chapter 5. Be reading in verses 25 through 34. Mark chapter 5, bear with me, I know it's a lot of scripture, but it's what we need to read for the message this evening to help us get an understanding on what's going on. <clears throat> Mark chapter 5, verse 25, it says, And a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, it was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in uh, the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the, that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in, him, in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the, in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging, 
thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Our last verse here of this, this chapter. And, and he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace uh, and be whole of thy plague. One more passage real quick to Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8 towards the end of the passage as well. <clears throat> I would apologize for all the reading, but I don't apologize for reading the word of God. Amen. <clears throat> we'll start reading in verse 43. The same story, just told a little bit different. This is Luke, the physician, telling the story. Verse 43, and a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stanched. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue has gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she, was or she came trembling. And falling down before him, she declared unto him before all the people for that what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. I'd like to preach on this thought this evening, and Brother Nathan, I know I told you yesterday in the jail that we're going to preach on a certain subject, but I believe the Lord led me in a different direction this evening. I'd like to preach on this thought, just one touch is still enough. Just one touch is still enough. In these passages, I see by way of an introduction real quickly, I see some things in these passages with this woman and also the passage we read in, I believe it was Mark, where those, or no, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 14, where those people came who were diseased and had problems. I see there's some things in these people's lives. First of all, I see there's some diseased people. Obviously, that's pretty simple, right? There's some people here with some problems. They have some diseases. There's some desperate people in this Situation. They're very desperate. This, this woman has tried a lot of different things and she is desperate. These people that come to Jesus in Matthew chapter 14 are very desperate. They have tried many things. They probably, undoubtedly, they've tried physicians, they've tried doctors, they've tried maybe herbs, different things they may have tried, but nothing seems to help. And on their last resort, many times as we do as Christians, we go to Jesus. Desperate people, destitute people, there's distraught people, there's even discouraged people in this passage. They have, they have, like I said, they've tried everything and it just seems as though there's no hope. I'll tell you what, there's someone who has hope for them. And when they find it later on, we'll talk about that more in the, later on in the message. There's discouraged people, there's depressed people. It sounds like a really sad story, doesn't it? I'll tell you what, there's hope at the end. There's depressed people and then there's dying people no doubt this woman in this these passages and also these people in Matthew chapter 14 as well at some point just like every one of us in this room are dying 
We're going to die. One day we're going to die. Obviously, we know that. But these people were dying. And they had no hope. They, they had to find someone who could help them to live. So as we look into these few passages we've read, Jesus is moving through a city in the account of this woman with the issue of blood. And in the other county, he has moved across the sea and has come into the land of Gennesaret. And he is uh, all of a sudden, in both instances, thronged with many, many people. Because he showed up, because people realized there is hope, there is help in this man called Jesus. They say, this is Jesus, he is the healer, he is the, they, some called him the, the great physician, some called him the, the ma- their master. They said, I know about him, he healed my friend, the leper. Maybe he could help me in my situation too. He did it for them, he can sure, surely do it for others. So, by way of message now, I want to see a few things listed in these passages. Specifically, uh, we, we've talked about the woman with the issue of blood, but specifically I want to focus out of Matthew chapter 14. A few things, a few wonderful thoughts that we can glean from this evening in our study through the Word this evening. Mark, or back to Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14. <clears throat> I want to see three things by way of message. And I promise I'll try not to be very long. uh, But this is just, again, this is what the Lord has laid on my heart this evening. First of all, I want to see in this passage. It says in verse 34, And when they were gone over, they came into the land of Gennesaret. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him. First of all, I want to see in this passage, Matthew chapter 14, I want to see the willing workers. The willing workers. First of all, there are two things I want to see about these men, these these people, the willing workers in this passage. First of all, I want to notice their knowledge. Their knowledge. So, but Tyler, what do you mean? Well, it says specifically right there in verse 35, and when the man of that place had knowledge of him. They said, oh, that's Jesus. I've heard of him. I know who this is. This man, Jesus, has come to town. Let's get some people and let's see if Jesus can help them. So their knowledge, first of all, their knowledge was of he who could help. They saw that Jesus was one who could help these people in their situation. They saw also that he was hope for the hopeless. They had knowledge that he was hope for the hopeless. They had knowledge that he was the, the healing that someone needed who was hurt. Then they, they realized or they had knowledge that he was help for the helpless. Amen. Their knowledge, but also their kindness. This is where I would like to fo- focus just a few more moments on. So that we see their knowledge, but then it says in the end of verse 35, they sent out into all that country round about, and brought unto him all that were diseased. You know what they could have said? You know what? I think I'll just take Jesus for myself. No, they didn't say that. They said, you know what? I'm going to go tell other people about this Jesus. Jesus has done something in my life. Why would I want to 
hold him up to myself? Why won't I contain him to myself when I can share him with so many others? Their, their willingness is seen in their kindness. Their kindness is seen by their acknowledgement, but also by their announcement. They, they sent out, they sent messengers abroad saying, come, come to this place where we're at, saying, Jesus is here. He, he has hope. He, is, he has help. He can heal you. This, their announcement is that Jesus is in the country and he is ready. He is uh, available to help you in your time of need. It's seen, their kindness is seen in their announcement. Their kindness is also seen in their actions. Their actions were that they brought these people who were diseased. When's the last time that we brought someone who was diseased? Maybe not physically diseased. Maybe didn't have cancer or some kind of leprosy or some kind of crazy disease. But someone who was diseased spiritually. When's the last time instead of hoarding Jesus to ourselves, we said, you know what, I know a man who can. And he can help you with your, your sinful disease. He can help heal you and save your soul. When's the last time that we really truly decided, you know what, I'm going to shuck my pride, I'm going to forget about myself, and actually care about someone. But to be honest, I had to preach this message to myself before I preached it to anybody else. Because there's so many times that I've, I've been standing at a gas pump and the Lord pricked my heart and he'd say, you know what, you need to hand, you need to hand track to that person next to you. You need to tell that person about Christ. Tell them, you can give them your testimony. But I would say, no, I'm just too busy right now. I got to get to work or I got to go do this. I got to do that. These people forgot what they had to do and went out and did something for the Lord. And for others. Their kindness was seen in their announcement. Was seen in their actions. But it was also seen. In their asking. In their asking. Verse 36 it says. And besought him. That he might only touch. The hem of his garment. That they might only touch the hem of his garment. So they instead of just. Bringing them to Jesus and saying here you go. They said, you know what, what is a step better? We're going to ask on your behalf if Jesus would allow you to touch the hem of his garment. I wonder where they heard that from in the first place, amen? Probably heard it from a woman that touched the hem, hem of his garment. Anyway, that's just a little side note. I'm sorry, I'm a little excited this evening. If you're, if you, if you're not, that's all right. Just, just let me enjoy myself, amen? Their kindness is seen in their asking. They, they went a step further and said, you know what, I'm going to ask Jesus on your behalf. They went on those people's behalf and begged, not really begged, but just besought Jesus, asked Jesus, said, can these people find healing in you? Jesus could have said no, or those people could have just, like I said, left those people just to kind of just do whatever they want, to stood around Jesus and did nothing. But they besought Jesus that those diseased people, those sick people could find help. When's the last time that we brought a brother or sister before the Lord? When's the last time we brought someone who was lost before the Lord saying, Lord, would you please heal this person? Would you please help this person who's struggling? I see the willing workers, their, their knowledge and their kindness. But secondly, I want to pay, uh, pay attention real quickly in this passage. There is the weak and weary. The weak and weary. 
We've already talked a little bit about them, so I won't spend very much time on their lives. But in Matthew 9 and 14, in our passage, we see that the weak and weary, it was not in their troubles that they went through. The answer was not in their troubles that they went through to get to him. The, the answer for their problems was not in the trials that they had faced. The answer for their problem was not even in those who may have brought them to Jesus. Their answer was found in the faith that they had, believing that Jesus could heal them. And we're going to get more into that in just a moment when we start talking about him. But the touch did not just impact their life individually, but it impacted those around them. Think about that. that. Like we mentioned that woman who had an issue of blood in Matthew chapter 9. How did someone in Matthew chapter 14 later on hear about that? How did they know that they could just touch the hem of his garment or the border of his garment? How did they know about that? Well, obviously somebody told them. See, the impact that Christ has on your life does not just impact your life. It impacts others around you. Thank the Lord for that. When's the last time you allowed the impact of Christ in your life impact someone else's life? Just a little side thought. We see their situation was seen in verse 30, 35. Their, their supplication is seen in verse 36, but their supply is also found at the end of verse 36. And as many as touched were made, what, partially whole? Oh, just, just They just had, uh, well, they had a little cough, God took care of that cough but they still have leprosy no it says they were made perfectly whole praise the lord for that man god just doesn't do anything halfway god does it all the way amen when he saves your soul he doesn't save half of it he saves your whole soul he saves you wholly from the pits of hell we see this woman the, the woman with the issue of blood she was desperate she was desperate she was physically desperate. She was financially desperate. She was even spiritually desperate. I, I believe in, in somewhere in that passage, I, it may not be Matthew 9, I may have one of the others we read. Jesus finally says, thy something to the effect of thy faith hath made thee whole. Thy faith hath made thee whole. I believe that was an instance where she was born again. According to the scripture, I believe she was born again. She was physically desperate. That was taken care of. Her financial problem was only going to get better now that she didn't have to pour her money into doctors because she was healed. And her spiritual problem was fixed and totally changed completely. That moment that she touched Jesus, Jesus said, Thy faith hath made thee whole. She was not just desperate. She was also determined. She was determined to get to Jesus. When's the last time? Even us as believers, this, we're talking mainly about people who were even lost, but when's the last time we as believers were so desperate to get to Jesus that we just didn't care what anybody said? We didn't care what anybody thought, what anybody posted about Facebook about us. We just were desperate or determined enough to say, you know what, I need to get to Jesus for some help. Then she had deliverance. She was desperate, she was determined, but her deliverance came from her pain. I'm not a huge fan of reading poems or anything, but uh, this, this, this poem really caught my attention about this woman. It's, it's called The Hymn of My Garment. The question is uh, uh, proclaimed, who touched the hem of my garment? 
a godly petition where heaven commissioned a quiet and holy decree. For virtue had fled, the lost sheep fed, a daughter was soon to be freed. Who touched the hem of my garment? Twelve years in prayer, blood issued a bear, forgotten in a crowd with no space. Acknowledged by him who carried no sin, her invitation to look in his face. Who touched the hem of my garment? With tears there swelling and faith compelling, she humbly bowed to the ground. With comforting words, one on one knee was heard, the shepherd's sweet lamb was found. Who touched the hem of my garment, as, they, as thou hast endured, and my love truly earned, thy worries shall disappear. I ask thee, dear daughter, to trust in thy father, for now there's no need to fear. Hallelujah for that. She had deliverance from her pain. And these men, these people in Matthew 14 had deliverance. They were made perfectly whole. They were healed completely. This is where I really wanted to get to this evening. If we're to be honest, and I'm not going to ask for a show of hands, but if we're to be honest this evening, every one of us would probably be able to raise our hand and say, I have some kind of a burden on my heart. Maybe it's an unspoken prayer request, something that we're battling or dealing with, we are human beings, we always have some kind of thing in our life that is causing stress. Maybe it's a, a, a sick loved one, or a, 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 you just lost a loved one. Whatever it is in your life that you're going through, you have a burden, right? If, if I were to ask for a show of hands, probably every single hand would go up. Some of the young kids probably wouldn't understand near as much, maybe, but but we, we understand that every one of us have some form of maybe... Uh, unspoken burden in our life right now but can I tell you this is who I want to talk about just for a few moments we see the willing workers we saw that there was the weak and the weary in this passage but I want to focus this evening on the wonder of wonders the wonder of wonders Jesus Christ he is the one that we should always focus upon in the first place see it was not in the fabric that these people touched. It was not even in their fervency, their, their, their drive to get to him. It was not that. It was not even in the fame that Jesus had. It wasn't in the followers of Jesus. It was in, it was in their, fa- it was, it was their faith. You get that word right. It was their faith in the great healer. The Bible said to that, Jesus said to that woman that with the issue of blood, thy faith hath made thee whole. Her faith was not in that, yes, she said, if I but just touch, but it was not in that touch. It was in the person whom she was touching. Think about it. It was not in the touching of the garment, but it was the, the matter of the person she was trying to get to. Let's look at a few passages real quick. Uh, to just kind of help us understand this this thought, Mark chapter five. Mark chapter five. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it is Mark chapter five. We we just read this, <clears throat> but uh, I just want to want to see what I'm what I'm talking about. I'm talking about their faith, right? It says in verse uh, Mark five, thirty four. It says, and and he said unto her daughter, Thy faith hath made thee whole. 
go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And I, 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 and for sake of time, I won't go into all these passages, but Luke chapter 7, verse 50, talks about people who were healed by their faith in Christ. Luke chapter 8, verse 48. Luke chapter 17, verse 19. Luke 18, 42. Even in James 5, 15, we know the Bible says, the prayer of faith shall save the sick. It's not in these things that were mentioned, the fabric, the fervency, or the fame, or these different things these people had. It was in the faith that they had that they believed that Jesus could heal them of their sickness. We're talking about the wonder of wonders. It was in the one who wore the garment that they touched. See, they found that he is the great physician for their worst sickness. They found that he is the prince of peace when no peace can be found. He is the fountain of living water that they could drink from and never thirst again. He is the wonderful shepherd that brings back the lost sheep to the fold. He is the rock to stand upon when life seems to be drowning them. He is the one who eateth with sinners. Hallelujah. Friend of sinners. The Pharisees meant it as a slam to him. But I praise the Lord for that phrase right there. He is a friend of sinners. Hallelujah. He is the way, the truth, and the life. When there seems to be no way, they couldn't find truth, and they seemed like life was over. He was all three. He is the bread of life for those to come and freely eat and never hunger again. He is the everlasting Father to those who have no father. He is the I Am. The beginning and the end. We're talking about the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. He is everything we need and everything that we will ever need. Just takes one touch. Just one touch is still enough. Just reach out tonight for one touch and you'll realize that once you've started actually reaching for him, you'll realize you're not the one actually doing the touching. This, this blew my mind when I thought of it. And I, I know that may sound simple to y'all, but to think that when we're trying to reach for him, he's actually the one who's already touched us. Hallelujah. He's actually in the process of touching you, and your life can and will be changed forever. No matter what problem, what storm, what difficulty you're going through tonight, the things that seem like they're mounting up in your life, it just seems like there's no way out of it, God has the answer and he is ready to touch your life and help you through those things. If you're sitting here tonight and you're lost, Jesus can touch your life. The song says, he touched me and I'll never be the same. So when you and I are going through the hardest times, just one touch of the master's hand is enough to bring us peace and comfort in the storms. Miss, Miss Brown, would you come, go ahead and come to the piano, please? Just one touch of the master's hand is enough. To bring us peace and comfort in the storms of life. It'll calm our hearts. When there seems to be no one else to comfort us. Brother Ware, you've, you've probably seen it many times in your life. 
And I, I, I praise the Lord that as long as, as long as I get to live, Lord willing, and before the rapture takes place, I'll get to see the same kind of things that happen in your life happen in mine. When Jesus reached down, when there seemed to be no peace, no hope, no help, Jesus reached down and touched your, your life and helped you through those dark times. And I thank the Lord for the times that he's done it in my own life. No doubt in some of your, your uh, others' lives in this, this room. But just one touch is still enough. These people found out that if they just touch but the hem of his garment, they find out there's a hand ready, reaching out, ready to grab theirs and help them through those hard times. So just as this, just as this woman found out, and these, others, these other people as well, there is healing and comfort in the hands of our precious Savior. Those precious nail-scarred hands reaching out to help us through those times. Can I just encourage you tonight? I, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what kind of difficulty you may be having that no one else knows about. I, I don't know why the Lord laid it on my heart to preach this message. I've only preached it one other time, and it was Wednesday night right after my mom passed away. But I'll tell you what, there's a reason that God had me preach this message. I'm not, I'm not trying to sound boastful, but there may be someone in here who may be struggling tonight. Just seems like just maybe in, you're just in a, as Miss Martha, I heard Miss Martha teach in the jail, maybe you're in a dry spot. It's a spot where it just seems like there's no one there to listen to you, no one there to help you through those problems. Jesus is there. He is there, and just one touch is still enough. Let's pray. You can go ahead and start praying. Lord.